0: Okay, let's get started with Parshas Mitzorah, Tavshin Uh Again, scheduling notes, Sunday night, V'ad Hashem, will be the Haggadashir. Rabbi Hashem, will be uh, posted. Uh, for those uh, out there in the listening uh, audience, the Shir for Tavshin Ayindalad will be next week. There will not be a Shir next week. The Haggadashir will, uh, will be there. Achremos, we will have to uh, come back to at uh, some point in the future. But um, now we have to get into Parshas Mitzorah. But first, starting uh, off with something that Parsha Parshas-related and... T- this time period related, and that is, if we think in the Mitzrayim story, we think in the story of E.C.S. Mitzrayim, and we think about the Makos, and we think about the whole process, there were many animals that were involved along the way. Many animals, starting with the Makos themselves. We have frogs, we have lice, we have wild animals, many different animals along the way. One of those animals, though, went above and beyond. Lice acted like lice. And wild animals acted like wild animals. The frogs went above and beyond. The frogs went beyond. They jumped everywhere. And the Medrash even says, according to one Medrash, that they survived. They were Moser Nefesh. The Gemara compares them to Hanani but just like Hanani Mishal was saved, so the frogs might have been saved also, according to different Medrashim, but they went above and beyond. There's another animal in the story, though, that went above and beyond as well. And that's a little later, after the Makos, once Yitzhi Yitzhi was taking plates, lo Kalav kelev l'shono. The dogs kept quiet. And not only did they keep quiet, is that the end of the story, but we know later in the Torah, we have a special mitzvah to give schar to the dogs. When we have a, a piece of meat that we're not going to eat, like throw it to the dogs. So the question is asked, why do the dogs get such schar? What about the frogs? The frogs also went above and beyond. Again, there were many animals. But why, Dafka, did do the, do the dogs get such recognition? So I saw in um, one of everybody's Spiro's books, in uh, Touched by the Parsha, that he says, he quotes one of the Rebbe's, who says that it could be that it's even harder to control one's mouth than to jump into a fiery oven. Lashem Shamayim. What the dogs did was they controlled their instinct. They controlled their rut zone, their, their natural tendency to bark. And they overcame it. To squash one's tendency to come out with something that that Baruch doesn't want us to come out. That's tremendous. And that's might even, even greater than what the frogs did in terms of their mesiraz nefesh, and that's what they were zoha. As we talk about Parshas Tazria and mitzora we talk about the, the, uh, the elements of, of Lashon Hara. We only spoke about one point of Lashon Hara at the end of last week's Parsha. We'll get to more of it uh, this week. Uh, that's, that's what it's about. It's about trying to control ourselves when, when we're going to say something and... We have to review and review the words of the Chavetz Chaim and Shmira Salashin, in Yanim Halachas of Chavetz being objective, being honest, guarding our tongue, and following the following the way, the model of the dogs, they didn't come out with it, and they were rewarded, so too we have to do what we can to control our mouths as well. And as we always like to mention, to have a Hashgacha on not only what goes into our mouth, that we all focus on at this time of year, but also have a Hashgacha on what comes out of our mouth as well. Okay, so now let's get into some of the sources related to Inyanim of Lashon Hara. We'll start off with a thought that is mentioned by various Mefarshim, but they all quote the Chovos Halavavos, one of the basic philosophical works in the Rishonim, the Chovos Halavavos in Shar HaKniya, in source number one, Zion Says the Chovos Halavavos a very scary thought relating to this week's Parsha, but it's something that is very deep and we have to understand it. Says the Chovas Halavvos, "V'yabar echad menachasidim." In source number one, "Harbe b'nei Adam Yavo uliyom haCheshbon." Many of us are going to come to the day of Cheshbon, din v'Cheshbon, after one hundred and twenty years. Ukisem marim lahem maaseyem, and when we see our actions, yimseu b'sefer zehu yoseyem zehu yoshel son, we will find actions that are in ours, and we're going to wonder. Where did those actions come from? The Yomru. Loasinu Osan. They're not from us. Yomar lohem. Asa Osan asher diber bachem v'siper bignuschem. You know who those actions are? Those mitzvos. I didn't do those mitzvos. I shouldn't... No, that's not mine. It's okay. The people who spoke Lashon Hara about you, they did those mitzvos, And they were transferred. Because there's the Chavas Halavavos, when we speak ill, when we say Lashanar about someone else, so two way street our mitzvos go in one direction, and that person's Averos go in the other direction. When the ones who were spoken about lose some of this huyos, Where are those mitzvos? I did those mitzvos. I went to shul that day, I did this. V'yomar of Dumikam, sorry, they were lost. Be'isha dibartem beploni uploni, when you spoke about so-and-so. That's the koach of Lashon Hara, the koach of Rechilus, all different categories, without getting into the details now, of when we put somebody else down and lift someone else up in private or public, all of our merits, all of our zchuyos, or many of them, get transferred. The other way. We find certain demerits, certain Chovos, which we didn't do. That is the thought of the chovas Alavavos, the merits of a Baal Hara goes to the one that is spoken about. And the chatoim go in the opposite direction. There's a story that is told over in a few of the the Svarim on the Parsha. I gave it to you from B'Karas, L'shav, Oneg. First, he quotes this Chovas HaLavavos. And then he quotes the story from Reb Tzvi David, line 12. Shal Bezdin B'Krakow. What are the Rabbunim in Krakow? Pamachas Ha'elilu Alav Mesecheh Shal Shkarim. V'Hafach HaDavra L'sicha B'Fiko. People started spreading rumors and falsifying claims about this Rebbe. And they were talking, they got the whole town to talk about them. Eventually, people realized the truth. But at the time, they were, was, he was spoken about. I understand now the Passocket where it says, the people who sit in the gates talk about me, Yasihubi, Vindiginos, Shosei Sheikhar, and there were those that sing songs about me, those who drink beer, Shosei Shechar. David is lamenting that all of these people talk about him. Or the Gemara even says that many made fun of David HaMelech with Bacheva, Vachulu, many of the people who wanted to spite David HaMelech. Shalach tamua. But what did David mean? He says, I can't believe these these drunkards, these people who sit in the street are talking about me. What, it would have been better if a Talmud Chachem was talking about him? <laughs> says David, yes, it would have been better because it would have been a better transfer. <laughs> if great people said about me, I would have felt worse. But at least I would have had something to get. There would have been a good transfer. Ulam But when it's the beer drinkers that 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 speak about me, what am I getting? Nimsa I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting anything out of it. And therefore, I have to realize that you know. I wish it was. I wish it was those greater again. Using this thought of a chovas alavavos, the idea of the mitzvah Lashon hara is so pernicious. Again, as the Gemara says, everyone. We are all. We are all included. The Gemara says there are very few mitzvos that pertain to averes that pertain to every one of us. The Gemara says gezel arayos Lashon hara. Right, those Lashon hara is on the on the list. Something that uh, we all have in this area to uh, to work on. But again, if somebody says Lashon Hara about us in the other way, realizing that it's out of our control and we obviously naturally feel bad about it, we can take a little solace and comfort in realizing that maybe some of those mitzvahs are going are gonna to be ours lost in love. Good. Let's continue now. Another related thought to this Chobos Halavavos. We'll skip number three. Number three is just the... Um, Emphasizing this is in the in the footnote in the Oseh Satora, emphasizing the the um, seriousness of the fact that items are transferred. If you turn over the page to the, the top of the Oseh in source number four, he quotes this idea relating to another pasik in the parsha. The first pasik in the parsha, actually the second, says the Chidah, Source number four: Zos Tihya Hamid HaMitzorah. This will be the law. Of the mitzvah, as we know, last week's parsha spoke about how the mitzvah becomes tameh. This week's parsha, that we'll touch on it again in Shabbos Hagadol, Beis Hashem, will be how a mitzvah becomes tar. Masai Tihiya, but the Chidah darshins, and that we'll relate this back to the Chovas Halavavos. The Chidah darshins zos tih Torah haMitzvah masai tihya haTorah vaHaMitzvos shel Hamoti Shemra laAtzmo. When will it be? When will the mitzorah be able to keep his mitzvot? Zostiyah, this will be the Torah of the mitzorah. When will he be able to keep his Taharaso. On the day that he purifies himself. What does that mean? Says the chidah, on the day that he goes to ask mechilah. That's when he's going to get it back. On the day that he does chuvah and he asks mechilah, that zos tia Torahs haMitzvah. When will the Mitzvahs Torah be his? Be yom on the day that he purifies himself and goes to ask mechila, ask the Ostra Torah Makshima Olam. the Olam asks, Ich yaskim haAdam sheDivru Allah vlashinara limchalech avero. Why would anybody ever be mochel a baLashinara? Vhalo beishayim Khalo, On the second that I'm, I'm mochel, I give him back all of his mitzvos. And then I lose. I, it's such a great deal. I have okay. You spoke about me. Okay, I don't want to be an achzar. I don't want to be an achzar and not forgive. But it, it's it's a hard it's a hard deal. You you spoke about me. I got all the mitzvahs. So why would anybody be mochel? Not only that, all of the my went to you. Who would who would forgive? In such a circumstance, obviously we we would because we're, we're 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 nice and we would want them to do it to us. But theoretically, you know, the, a person in their right mind wouldn't be mochel. See he quotes from the sefer the Marpe Lashon. quotes from the Gemara in Maseches Tainis. The Gemara says Kala ma'avir al midosav mimenu kopshav. If somebody is mavir al midosav, if somebody lets things slide. That's an automatic mechilas savonos. The Gemara even tells the story, if you remember, in Meseches Tainis, where there was a tremendous drought, and the Belazar goes up to, the, to be the Chazin, and he davids, and he davids, and he, david, and, he david, and nothing happens, and it doesn't rain. Rabbi Akiva goes up, and says five words, Fila, and it starts pouring. And everybody starts, as the Gemara being maranine. People start talking about our Belazar. Look, Rabbi Kiva went up there for five words and he got rain. Rabbi Lazar was up there for hours, nothing! Is there something wrong? So Basco went out from Shemayim and said, don't think that Rabbi Kiva is greater than Rabbi Lazar in some way. They're both great! But Rabbi Kiva has one Mida that is a special, gives special entrance and connections in Shamayim, and that is Mavro Midosov. Somebody who lets things slide. Somebody who is a Ne'elav Ve'eno olev. Somebody takes and doesn't give out in terms of the insults. So says the Sefer Ma'api Alashin, if somebody's ma'avrao midosav, then they lose their aveiras anyway. It's mechila savonos. Be'eisha ada mochelachaveiro. Alavel sha At a time when somebody's mochel to their friend. Ein lecha ma'avrao midosav. There's no greater ma'avrao midosav. There's no greater not saying anything back. If somebody said lashan about me and I forgive them, I'm for sure, what, I'm going to get my Averas back? They're all going to be forgiven. I'm not going to have any, because that's the unbelievable Midah of Maver Amidosev. So what, I'm going to lose by forgiving the guy? None of my Averas are going to come back to me because I have the weight of al Midosov on me. Even if they come back, it's not going to affect me. So I don't have to worry about my Averus coming back because I have Ma'aver Ma- Ma- So continues the So in and says, that only works halfway. We've only answered half of our question. Right? The question of, we lost our Averus, we're going to get them back. Okay, so I'll be Mochel, because I won't get them back. But what about all of the mitzvahs that I have achieved? All of the mitzvahs that I have gained, Ma'arami Dosef helps me with that. I didn't do any specific positive mitzvah. So how do I get that back? So, In terms of not getting your averos back, okay, we understand that. But what about the mitzvahs that he gave me and that I'm going to have to give back now? Ela nira leva'ir. No, that also has something covering us, and what is that? As Chazal say, Lafum tsara agra, based on the pain and the effort that a person puts into a mitzvah, the schar will be commensurate to that to that mitzvah. Kafih ha'amel hakoshi she oses mitzvah kachu Based on the difficulty and the amal. So to the schar. Vihine, let me explain. A person who's mochel. He knows what he's losing. He's giving up so much. Sakar so Sparakhlu basically looks down at us and says, You're willing to give up so much in order to forgive him? So I'm not going to take it away. As kol mitzvah shel chaveru u b'cholzo kovish es yitzro and still he's kovish es yedzer u ma avir amidosu u mochel and still he's mochel erka shel mechila zu connected kol ha mitzvah she that mitzvah is connected to everything else that you might be losing the idea that you're willing to give it all up Hashem is going to say I'll I'll fill in the void. This mitzvah is going to outweigh and be equal to all the others of your friend. Similar idea, same idea, just a different lashon. says the Ben Chai, on line 21, when a person is Mochel, his friend on lashon Hara, so what am I doing in effect? Hashavas Savedah. I am giving him back his mitzvos. What difference is there between returning something gashmi or returning something ruchni? I'm returning to him all of his mitzvos and it's obvious says the Ben-Eshchai If I give back somebody's pencil I get a certain level of schar If I give back somebody's gold watch If I give back somebody's safer Torah the greater the, the item that I give back, the greater value it is, and the more schar I'm going to get. tovos It's a harder, you might even say, harder to return because I might want to keep it, I give it back. So the greater th- item that I return, the greater the mitzvah is. There's nothing greater than returning somebody's mitzvahs. Nothing greater than that. So you're giving him back something that's going to re- remain with him eternally. It's not something in this world. Not, it's even better than a Sefer Torah. If a Sefer Torah is stolen, Chas Misholem. It's even better because you're giving him back something that's going to stay with him eternally. So that schar, the schar of that mitzvah will totally equalize and make the one who is forgiving not feel any effects of that, those mitzvahs that he is losing. So again, why would somebody forgive? They're going to get all these averus back, and they're going to lose all these mitzvahs. The answer is no. They're not going to, get, even though they're going to lose all these mitzvahs, but they're going to have this mitzvah that's going to parallel. Even though they're going to get all their averus back, they're going to be forgiven. They're going to be wiped out because of the ma'avir al midosav, because of that midah that is so defining and so beloved to Hakadosh Baruch to be ma'avir al midosav. Okay. So, so far we have spoken about keeping our mouths closed when we wanted to say something. We learned that from the dogs. And we spoke about Mavra Midosev as well. And forgiving, even if it is difficult in a certain situation. Okay. One more thought by way of, it's not really introduction, but before we even get to the psukim. There is a measure at the beginning of the Parsha that I think we speak about each and every year, but there's so much to say about it and we'll touch on it this year as well. Beginning of Parsha's Metzorah. The Medrash says in the beginning of source number five. Medrash hadahu mi ha'ish chayim Pasuk we say every Shabbos morning. The ha'fez chayim's Pasuk where he got his name. mi ha'ish chayim echad it's the story of the peddler. Shahayim mechazer ba'ayaros there was a peddler that was going and selling his wares from city to city. shahoyah smuchos let'sipori they were up north. Sipori, one of the places where the Sanhedrin went after it was exiled from Jerusalem, and then Yavna and then went up north. For and he used, to, and he, this peddler went announcing, Man, boy, the Sam Who wants to buy the elixir of life, the book of life? Who wants to buy the medicine that's going to give you eternal life? Adukin alay, so all of a sudden people started rushing. Wow, who is this? They started jumping and rushing and, and, and going to him. What is what does he have? What kind of potion? Pirish, Dokkinov Habrios, Liknos Manu. They all wanted to buy. Rabianay have a Yasiv. Rabyanai was in the middle of learning. upashat Patur Kaline. And he was sitting. Shame Demach Samchaimi hears this announcement. He says, Wow, I should go there too. He goes down and he says, Can I, could I buy some too? Rabbianai. Rabbianai goes to the peddler, please, can I, Can I buy some? Rabbianai, you don't need it. You and your type do not need this medicine. I, 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 didn't mean you, I didn't mean for you to come. He says, no, no, really, I want it, I want it. Tell me. Salik Lagabe, he went down to him and he said, "I'm not letting you go until you tell me what the medicine is." What did he do? Holdsilo sefer to heal him. He took out a sefer to heal him and he showed him our chayim Who wants to live a long life? Who wants to live eternally? Guarding our tongue. That's the pusik. Am um, Rabyanai. Rabyan hears this and says, Wow, that's unbelievable. That's amazing. Av Shlomo Mach was Vrh. And Shlomo Amalach also says, his son, show me people the show, no, show me Sar Rosnaf show. And Rabyana continues and says, Thank you. Am Rabyanai. Kal Yamai, Ha Yisi Korea, Pasik Zah, Folo Hayisi Yodai Hekanu Pashun. I didn't realize the meaning of this pasik. Until this rochel, this peddler, showed me the way, explained to me the pasuk. I'm so thankful. Ends the medrash. Moshe as Therefore, Moshe who wants to give long life to all of Am Yisrael warns the Jews. That's the. Medrash. Yeah, we've spoken about this various times in the past. What was one question we're not going to deal with this year? But again, it's a question, very important question to ask. Is Rabbi didn't know the pesach of the pasuk? What he didn't, uh, he he. What was so mechudas that the peddler taught him? He knows the pasuk. So what is it about about Rebjana's reaction that we're supposed to learn? That's not for tonight. Tonight though, we'll deal with. Another question. And that is right here the Darki Muser of Naiman's question. Look, Orakasha line 11. Haruchel Ahmad Baemsa Shuk. Imagine the scene. Imagine the scene. The peddler goes into the middle of the Shuk and says, I have the medicine for eternal life. All of a sudden, everybody closes up their stores, tells their customers, sorry, gotta go, be back. They leave everything, they rush. And what does he give them? He gives them a Tehillim. What would be our reaction? if we were those workers, it doesn't say that they got upset or anything. There's no reaction recorded. But Miss Stum, if Rabiana was very excited about it, so were they. Wouldn't they have been angry? Wouldn't they have been, oh, come on! Kill him! You call that medicine for life! So, but it doesn't say that they were angry at all. What? Where's the reaction? They all left their stores. Did they not realize that you can't buy life? And if they did close their stores, all the money that this this uh, peddler cost them. The owed, and also if. And once they heard that he was talking about spiritual life, they would have become depressed and angry, quoting the Mishnah in Sukkah. They would have stoned him with their esrogim. He cost them money. But you don't get the sense from the mission from the Medrash, that there was any negativity. Rabbiana was excited and Mustami spoke for all of them says the Dachimusser, we could learn a lot from their non-reaction. You know what that teaches us? You know what kind of wavelength these people in the Medrash were on? When they heard who wants long life, it was obvious to them which type of life the peddler was talking about. We could learn so much not only from the peddler and not only from Rebiyanai, but says the Dachimusser, from the lack of reaction that everyone else gave. Last line, Shohanashim, Hayu, Az Hayu, The people must have been on such a level. They understood immediately. It doesn't seem like they were surprised. They realized that the Kavana was ruchniest life. And once they heard somebody's going to give them new life, they knew it was spiritual life. And they were looking for hints and clues how to better their spiritual life. That's exactly what they came for. They closed it. They wanted to hear it. Right? They warrant marich at the the life of Torah and Mitzvos. Like that, that's a fake. That's a mirage. That's not reality. Reality is what we see, and then Torah and Mitzvos and the ruchniest side of the world. That's somewhere that. You know, untangible, we can't, it's not as real for us. No, just the opposite. That was the real world. And a lot of what we see in front of us, in this world, that's dimion. Right? That's, that's what's called, uh, olam HaMedume. The Gemara says about Basra, it's an olam hafechu. Right? The world of, of, it's, it's not real. It's all, it's all chitsoni. Continues the darky muser. It was automatic. When they heard life, they knew what life meant. And they knew what kavana the rochel was. That was the, that was the antennas of theirs that were up. That was the frequency that they were on. They were on spiritual frequency. And he even connects this to the Gemara, the Chazal, about uh, someone who kills Bishogeg. Now the Gemara tells us, the Pesach tells us, that he runs to an Ir Miklat, a city of refuge. Vinos el-achas He will go to one of these cities and he will live. What is the Gemara in Makkah's Darshan on? vachai? he will live. The halacha is that a Talmud, a student that killed by accident, his Rebbe goes into galus with him. Maybe we've got how exactly that works. What about the other Talmudim? Got to work it out, uh, Lamaisa, But theoretically, he goes to go the with him. Why? Where do you know that from? Because it says the word Vachai. It says that he shall live. And true life, meaningful life, is Torah and mitzvos with a Rebbe. Because, he doesn't quote it, but the Rambam's Lashon is if somebody has a life without a Torah, it's Kimi Seim but it's not life. It's not life. If we have an empty life, We're physically, biologically alive, but it's not life. Chazal understood when it says the word vachay when it comes to a roteach peshogeg that vachay means the spiritual life. Talmud Shagala, Chay of Rabo legalosimo mebreisha kase vachay ubliyat torah v'rabo ein Chayov chayim ki chayi ha chachma chachamim chachma. That is what chayim really is, and that's what these people in the medrash they teach us. They teach us how they reacted or didn't react when they heard of life. They realized that was what was real, and everything else around them was not. They left their stores, and they were able to go and get the most out of what the rochel was saying. Okay, now let's get into the parsha. Hashem says to Moshe, "So these are the laws." Of the Mitsorah on the day that he becomes Tahor, vihuva el hakohein. And he is brought to the Kohen. Vihuva el hakohein. The Medrash in the Torah is calling him right here, Darshins, beginning of Source Number 7. What does it mean? Beyom Taharaso. On the day of his Torah, he is brought to the Kohen. It says two words Shelo Yishhe. Shelo Yishhe. There shouldn't be a delay. Shalom yesheh. What exactly does that mean? Shalom yesheh? There shouldn't be a delay in terms of the day that he becomes Tahar. So how, what's the simple understanding of Shalom yesheh? It sounds like the simple understanding would be that he shouldn't delay going to the Kohen. Meaning he's in a state of tuma. He's in a state of michutz Machaneh, Not a good state for anybody to be him. Right when he can become tahar, he should try to go that day. Shaloiysha. He shouldn't. It's Usr for him to delay. It's usr, No, he has to. He has to go and come back into the machaneh. That's the simple understanding of shaloiysha. Says the Binyan Sion, quoted in source number seven, the Aruch his shubis of the Binyan the Binyan hiksha. The Rambam lo He wonders why the Rambam doesn't quote this halacha of shaloyishet. The Binyan See and the Aruch wonders why doesn't the Rambam quote this halacha? It's a Meforish Medrash. The Rambam quotes midrashim, gemaras, anything that's halacha. Why doesn't the Rambam quote this halacha that the mitzora has to become tar on the first earliest moment that he can shaloyishet? Question one. Question two, it's all a quote from the Binyan Sion here in the Sefer Yam Simcha. Question two, if you look at the first Mishnah in Meseches Shkallim, the Mishnah tells us on the fifth line, line nine, I'm sorry, on the fifteenth day of Adar, all public needs are taken care of. One of those needs listed in the Rushalmi and Shkalim; those who are in Dafyomi learned this last year, the Chashid B'Socham, Taharas Hamitzora, Purifying the Mitzora, is part of the Tzorchei Rabin that take place on the 15th day of Adar. Asks the Binyan Sion if there is a Halacha that a Mitzora has to become Tar ASAP as soon as possible. So what do you mean? The 15th of Adar! Every Mitzora is going to become Tar as soon as possible. Right when he finishes, what's the 15th of Adar more than any other day of the year? Why would he wait? Says the Binyan Sion, maybe we need to have a totally different understanding of the Medrash. What does it mean, Shalom yisha We thought it meant one is not allowed to delay. Shalo yisha go right away and become tar. Says the Binyan, see on line 14, ain't kavana shah lahashos. No. Shaloyisha doesn't mean that he's not allowed to, it's usr. Ella she ain't sarich lahashos. Shaloyisha, you don't have to spend any more time outside the camp. Not that you are usr. Shaloyisha, what is it is, very, very ambiguous. Shaloyisha could very well mean, don't, you can come back in now if you want. Ain't sarach lahashos. Kamoshus Sima taras konim. Like the taras konim even finishes. why would I have thought that you need more time? Desav chay. I would have thought maybe we should have more time. Lahatsuch shivanakim. Mikavach armi zov. You know what? Maybe he should need seven clean days. Not just the coin checks him. No more saras spots. Okay, come back in. Maybe he needs seven clean days. Like a zav, Right? Like others. Like a zav. No, no, no. You could come right back in. And if that's the case, maybe that's why the Rambam, it's not an Isser that the Rambam would quote, right? And it's just that he doesn't need to spend more time out there. So the Rambam doesn't have to say that. The Rambam quotes the Tara process, and he quotes the, you know, what you do whenever the guy's ready to come back. So it's two understandings of Shelo Shaloyisha Shelo yishe, in the Medrash, does that mean that he's not allowed to delay? The mitzora has to come back and become tar immediately as soon as possible? Or Shalom yishe, he doesn't have to delay anymore. He could come back whenever he's ready. But if he wants to spend more time out there, okay, he feels he needs more time. What's the root of these two understandings suggested by the Pashas and by the Binyan Siyan? Says the yam Simcha, interesting pshat, line 21, The two understandings of shaloyisha maybe can be explained al drush, based on the Chovas HaLavavos, maybe the first year in history that we've quoted two Chovas HaLavavos in the same year. Says the Chovas HaLavavos, b'shem Chochmei Philosophia, shehem sovrim, certain philosophers say, say the Chovas HaLavavos, ki hisbodidus ha-guf ha-me'ula hi-ka-asher yia badad mamash v'yitkashar rucho v'nafshol elokav v'yishabeli bo'a elav yisbarach. Say the philosophers quote the Chovas Alavavos. You know what is a major ingredient in terms of spiritual growth? Hispodidus. being alone in a forest, going somewhere and just being one with God and one with nature and, and being by myself. Says the Chovas Alavavos. That's what some philosophers quote. That you need that. You need some time by yourself to do Chesbun hanavish, to be to be alone. And, quotes the Yom Simcha, there are many sources that support this in Judaism, in Yadus. He quotes, on the top of the next column, lo If somebody's always around people, that's not the way to be called Torah. Imam hara, there are other things that might come up in a crowd. The Arizal, the shlachadosh Kadosh, many of the, of the, uh, in the, of the Hasidic bent. Right? His bodhidus, his his Right? That's the, that's supporting. There are many that support that, such a, such a behavior. But on the other hand, if you look in the Chobos Alevavos in the continuation, after he quotes he, these philosophers, he begs to differ. And he says, in the middle, like, now line 17, second column, <speaking in Hebrew> His doesn't mean alone. It means alone with the right people. If you have a good chevra, if I have a strong chevra, then it's wonderful. I should be with my Hevra and go up with them. It's greater than any of Why? Hashem did not create us to be parish, to be separatists. Right, we're not supposed to be. There was only one person in the history of the world that had to be a parish, and that was Moshe Rabbeinu. For various reasons because he was the no and he was palpadabobo he was unique but generally our spiritual leaders are not ones that stay away from the am they have to be patoka am they have to understand the am and not live off somewhere privately not married not around anybody no our leaders are around. It's about being with the chevra, being with the right chevra, obviously. Right? we have to have a, a chavra tova. But there are those that do not support espodidus. You want to have espodidus? Don't have espodidus by yourself. Go find the right chevra and be espodid with them. So there are sources, l'kano lakan. You'll find sources to have. Plain that maybe there has to be a balance for, for all of us, you know, Push of the Jews trying to figure out what Hashem wants from us. Maybe there can be a balance. We could have some time for, for Cheshmer on in private and some time to be with, be with, uh, the proper Chevra. Next, uh, next, next page. I'll on line seven. Chazinon. But what do you see from here, says the Yam Simcha? The Yehvi Kuach Bein Gedole Amorim. Eze derecha HaYashar She'ever Lo Adam. The, we see here. This is a big discussion. What is the proper derech to choose? To get to the highest heights. Maybe that's what's behind these two understandings of Shelo Yishah. What were the two understandings? If you remember, Shelo Yishe. Either the Mitzorah can't stay out there one more moment. He's got to come back. He was out there enough. He's got to come back and become part of the immediately don't delay come back the day you come to her that was one understanding what was the other understanding you don't have to stay out there any longer meaning if you want to you can if you feel you need more time that's fine so maybe that goof is the machlokas about how to understand that chazal is flows from the idea of whether his poder, this is something that we support or not the Hine Metzora Ne and Nachas Zorak Leishi B'dad Michuz LaMachane Bishem Zasei Per Lashen Hara The Metzora is punished. He has to sit by himself because of what he did. Umem Meila Yesh Lomar Yoser Tov LaAdam Kaze Sheishiv Oud B'dad. So maybe we should say, let him sit more alone. Kedei LaHashlem Navsho Shlo Yava Oldei The guy feels he needs a couple more days out there. Okay, fine. That's the second understanding. That was the Binyan Sion suggestion. You can't delay it. And that's why the Rambam doesn't mention it. Maybe the Rambam would say there is some, you know, room for his in, in life. Masha'en kain, the others who say no, shaloyesha means like the pshutel Shelah hamedrish, that you need to come right away. You had to, you had to have his because you needed extreme measures for the time you had saras. But now, your job is to move up and back into the spiritual realm with your neighbors and with your community. That's the two deos of how to understand Shalom Yisheh. Line 27. There's the second understanding. You've already been makabal your own. You're alone. You could come back and tell them what it was like, being outside, and nobody comes within dalanamas of you. You can put it all, uh, put it all into perspective for everyone, for everyone around you. So two understandings of Shalom on the Passock of might be about how we look at being alone, having his in life. Okay. So now let's get to a little of the actual process of Tara. Says the Torah, what do we do? The coin goes out of the camp. The Metzorah is sitting outside the camp, outside of all the Machanos, right, the most Chamor Tzumah, and he, the coin sees that he does not have Saras anymore. The coin commands, V'lakach he takes for the one who is becoming Tahor. It's interesting that he's called the Mitaher now. Right? He's not called the tummy person anymore. The second that he doesn't have Saras anymore, even though he hasn't gone through the tara process, he's called the Mitaher. The Mitaher is the coin. The mita'hair is the one who's becoming. Taros. So what does he take? Two birds. Two Tsiporim. Why birds? Why are birds chosen for this ceremony? Says Rashi. Prat Loofbehema. Okay, only a kosher birds, not non-kosher birds. Lafish a goim bana lash hara. Since negoim come for lash hara, among other sins. Shu pit Pitpute Dvarim, which is a mouth, a beak that can't stop moving and talking. Laficha husku la taras outsiparim. So we need birds. Shame fatbati tamibitsips of call. We hear birds. We have birds chirping and chirping and chirping. That reminds us that we chirp and chirp and chirp. And therefore we have to stop it. That's why we use birds in this Torah process. That's Rashi. The question though that is asked, and I think we might have done this in past years, but not from the Apirion, the author of the Kitzar Shulchan Aruch, Shlomo Gansfried in his Sefer on Chumash, says the Apirion. So why birds? Because they talk too much. So we should remember that we talk too much. So that explains one of the birds. Yesh in line for akati boy dafka So just have one bird. What do you two birds for? One bird, it talks too much, you shacht that bird, boom, we get the message. We get the message of, you know, we talk too much and we should make sure to guard our tongue. Number one, the ode amai echa nishchedes vecha nishrachaya. And number two, why is one shechted and one left alive and sent out? What kind of a vote is that? The Oda, why Dafka is sent at Alpeneyah Sadeh, as the Gemara says, says the Apirion. There's a message that we learn from the Shechted bird, and there's a message that we learn from the freed bird. The Nira Lephiyaniyah's Daiti, says the Apirion, based on the Gemara in Chulin. My dechsev, how am I to da berun, may sharem tishvatu bnei Adam. The Gemara darshes a pasuk. Ma um nasos shall Adam ba'olam azeh yasim atzmo ki ilaym. What is a person's job in this world? To close up their mouth when they shouldn't say something. Yasim atzmo ki ilaym. Make myself like a mute. Make myself like someone who cannot talk. Sometimes it is so hard. We want. We have such a good line. We have such, somebody says something to us and we have the best comebacker. And it's so hard. And we control ourselves. And you know what? 10 minutes later, we feel better about ourselves. We would have gotten the Hanau right then. But I have a perfect. But if we control ourselves... It's so sweet in the end. But that's our job in life, says the Gemara. Yosim asmoki says the next line of the Gemara. Yochol afle Torah. You might think this also applies to divrei Torah. We also have to control our mouths. Tamalam, right? No, to Right? No, righteousness you shall speak. That's the Pasik. Ha'unam ilayim to t'dabirun. So yes, we have to have a balance. We have to control our mouths as much as possible. But on the other hand... Sedek to Daber, when it comes to Torah and mitzvahs and chesed, and giving a kind word to somebody, there's no, there's no holding back, and there's no limiting that. Says the apirion. Maybe we understand the two birds. Because what was the question? Oh, birds talk too much, we should have one bird and shecht it. No, life's not about. And mitzvah, when we read these parashias, we can't just think about, thinking about guarding our tongue in terms of the surmirah we have to then fill it with positive. Because we're going to talk about something. That's what we're, We are gregarious creatures. We talk. That's who we are. That's part of who we are. So we're going to have to talk about something. The vacuum will be filled. So after, and along with the sur of controlling our Lashon hara, Rechilos, and other issues, we have to fill it with positive, with Torah and mitzvahs. That's the two birds. One bird we shecht, as if to say, we have to shecht the Lashanara, We have to kill the negative. But on the other hand, we set one bird free. We let one bird roam and go. And that's the Torah and the mitzvos that we have to focus on. Line 33, Lefizei Yesh Lomar. Right, a Tainas Dibur, just to add, is not the ideal. A Tainas Dibur may be from chol. Right, some have a minute of having a tainus zebra in elul. That means a tainus Deber from other, not from Torah and from davening. Right, Torah and davening and mitzvahs and chesed, we can't have a tainus from. We can't. Like in some shuls, they say, mitzvah ladaber, in a parenthesis, la shem, bishas Right, also daber but, you know, that's, that's just the negative. Mitzvah daber. Right, if we're not davening, then that's, we lose the whole point. Says the Aperion, line 33, L'fizze yeish l'omar, Dim hayu par echad v'nishchad, If we would have wrote one burden just, jeshechted it, Hayu zen libo, I might have thought. Ki lo tov ha Speech is not good. I know, I learned the first mission, the first part of Perk Yavos, V'lo matzasi guv tov el ashtika. Nothing better than being quiet. So that's true, in a certain sense. V'yasogar dal se pev lios ki ilim k'lyamav, will Just be mute. Avol beemes losu aderach ayasher tamid. That's not always true. Kida amrina begemara, like the Gemara said in Chulin up above, tzedek to da beirun, tzedek righteousness Torah uveprat. Especially zehaishek for nechsha b'lashen hara takante shiasek b'tarik disa ba'arochin. The way to be mitaher my mouth is by filling it with Torah and by filling it with mitzvos. Says the apirion, that is what is meant by the two birds. One about closing our mouth, and one about opening our mouth. Right, that's what we say even in Shemon Asrei. Interesting, we mentioned this last year, I think. Parshat Tazriah Mitzorah. We start off our Shemon Asrei. Hashem Svasai Tiftach. Ufi Yagiti Ilasecha, A special tefillah. Hashem, help me. At the end of our Shemon Asrei, we end about Dibur. Elokai. Nitzor Lushonim Meira. Right, Alokai, there's a Kama after Alokai Nash. It's Alokhai Nisar. Elohai, Nitsar Lushonimi Ra Usvaim de Bramirma. Flimkal Nafshi, but she ka offer la cultiya. It's unbelievable. We ask Hashem for Syatada the Shmaya not to take things seriously, to let things slide, to be maveral midosa. So in Shmonasra, we have both the Hashem's spatai tiptoh, open up my lips, let me say the right things, and cover my mouth. Natsar Lushonime Ra, let me not say. So we even have the two birds in our Shmonasra. Right, the positives in the beginning and the negatives at the at the end. Okay, the two birds. We continue. Says the Pusik. Parak yudalid Pusik Lamid He. Moving right along, Pusik Lamid Hey. In the process, we have the whole Torah process. And after the Torah process, we have Parak Yudala Pasik Lamid Gimel. We have, of course, the the discussion of saras of a house we have saras of a body saras of clothing then we have saras of a house says the torah ki savo elaretz kenan asher ani lachem lachuzah when you come to eretz israel vinasati negat saras be'ezarazachuzacham i will place a negat saras in one of your houses uva asher lo habayis vihigid la kohen lemar and the one who has the house comes and tells the kohen ki negat lebayis i saw a nega what does it mean uva asher lo habayis who else would come? The one who has the sick house, so to speak, should come and tell the Kohen. What does that mean? Uva lo So Chazal Darshan, it's quoted at the beginning of Soros ten. the Gemara, Aarechin daftezayin, Tanatevei Rabbi Yishmael, Mi shemiyachid beiso lo. Whoever is miyachid his house for himself, he gets Saraz habayis. If he only has the house for himself, he gets Saras What exactly does that mean? So there's the simple understanding, again, like we had before. There's the simple understanding and then a, a deeper, maybe even opposite understanding. Says of Yosef Kornitz, Yosef Nechemia Kornitzer. we haven't had in a, in a while, so Baruch Hashem, he's back. Says of Yosef Nechemia, what's the Pashas of the Pasik, of the Chazal, whoever is stingy and only has the house for himself is going to get Saras that's the simple understanding. If if my house is off limits to guests, off limits to anim, off limits to Kol Dichvin Yeese Viecho, right, so he's gonna get punished. That's the simple understanding. Let's continue and read it. Kiha Adam because the person has to know Kimasha Yeshlo, Einu Shalo, Rakako love. We have to realize that everything we have is from Hakadosh Baruch It's a Chesed given to us for a reason. Asher Gizbar Lahanos Adam. We are God's treasury secretary. Whatever we have in our bank account, we are the treasury secretary. And therefore, if we handle our money properly, then He'll give us a promotion. He'll give us maybe more money to be treasury secretary over. But if we misuse it, so that's that's a problem. But we—that's what we are the arcane lo yoma shali no we have to open up our houses for mitzvos. and he says amarti adar echmuzor dechmalitza ikotsap drush is a classic drush but right? what do we say in parshas kisavo when we say when we do beur ma'isras? barti hakodesh min habayis which means I have destroyed, I've gotten everything holy out of my house. Meaning, I did, Shumas, Meisers, everything. I gave everything properly to the Levi, the Ger, the Asam, the etc. See, so he says, drush. maybe you can say the following understanding. Sometimes people will give staka and, you know, give everything, but they will not let anybody into their house. kodesh haya. It's as if their house is the Kodesh Kadashim. It's the it's the Heichel. Sorry. I'll give you outside. Ulaze Amar That's the deeper understanding. Bearti! I have destroyed Hakodesh. Calling my house Hektish. My house isn't Hektish. All any of are welcome in. All people. Anybody needs, anybody who needs a, needs a good word, needs a, needs anything. I have destroyed the idea of my house being Kodesh. And I've given. I haven't closed my doors. And I've given to everybody. Everybody who needs to come in will come in called Dichvin Yesi Viecho. So that is somebody who their house isn't only theirs. So Uvash Aloha what does that pasik mean? Mishim Yachi If somebody only has their house to themselves, they will get they will get zaras. So that's one understanding, the simple understanding of that chazal. But there's another understanding of that chazal, which is kind of opposite. Kind of opposite. Says of Yosef dechem, you're knowing that it is uh different. Again, if anybody has to speak at a simcha of the Shabbos, this thought was uh is right there. Somebody who is uh ha'kodesh ben abayas. Right? They can make it holy in other ways. You can make it kodesh by not making it kodesh, right? If it's kodesh for everybody, then that makes it kodesh. As long as it's not only kodesh for you. Odish lafarish, line twenty three. Misha miachid beis solo. Somebody who gets negat is somebody who's miachid the house for himself. Lahefek, the opposite. Rashi, based on what have I explained elsewhere. if you remember, Avram tells Eliezer, in the beginning of Chayesara, Eliezer is called Hamoshel Bakal Asher Lo. Who is Moshe, Who controls everything of his? What does that mean? Rashi says there, in Chayesara, Hadola umashke Rabo Eliezer, who learns all of Avram's Torah and teaches it to others. The Hainu explains with Yosef the Nechemia now to appreciate that Rashi. Ki kinyani kinyanim in this <Hebrew> world As we said before, is anything really ours? Is it really mine? Like we said before, it's a, it's a gift, it's a matana, we're shomrim. Ki lo lo ki lo so says David. malavin so what do we have in this world? Is it really ours? It's not really ours. The Khan. So if the Pesach says here that Rabbi Eliezer was Moshel al-Bakol he was Moshel on everything that was his, Chazal knew that had to mean Torah Mitzos of Avram Avinu. Because what else is his? Moshe B'kola Shalom obviously has to mean spiritual assets, because the other assets aren't really ours. Mitzvahs are mine. Torah is mine, if I do it. But my physical, my Gashmi items, they're not mine. But Ketetis of Yosef Rechemia, there is one way that I can make something actually mine. Even something in physical. How? The Gemara tells us. Remember the Gemara in the 6th parak in Brachas? The Gemara tells us a food, it belongs to Hashem. Everything belongs to Hashem. When does it belong to me? La'achar ha Kan Kan la'achar Before the bracha, the apple belongs to Hashem. After the bracha, the apple belongs to me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives it to me and allows me to partake of it and it's able to be called mine because I had the proper acknowledgement of whose it really is, so then Hashem gives it to me. Line 40, So if somebody uses their assets in this world, that Hashem showed them favor and gave them, so then they really are mine. They really are mine then. Because I used them properly. The house is coming with me! The, 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 right, what we've quoted in the past, the unbelievable medret, the story that's quoted in the Rabbin of I think, at Parsha Shruma, that people in, the old people in France used to be buried in their dining room tables. They used to make their coffin out of their tables. Why? Because they wanted the mitzvos that they did at those tables to come with them. So in that type of circumstance, if somebody properly uses their Gashmias to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to help others, then it really is. It really does go with them. Continuing now, on the top of the next column, Vihine, Chazal tell us, negat saras, bevets eretz One other element, and then we'll get to this second shot. What did Rashi quote at the beginning of this section? I will place negat zaras on a house is kind of what we would call literally a blessing in disguise. Somebody's having a little trouble with their words. They're not on such a total low level that it's going straight to their bodies yet. It starts off in the house and it's going to get to the clothing. and It's going to get to the body. But Rashi quotes the language of Vinasati, It's also a gift in disguise. Why? A blessing in disguise. Because Hashem wants you to break down the wall to see the treasures that the Amorim stuck in there before you came into Eretz Yisrael. So who's gonna get Saras Habayas? Only someone who is on a certain level. He's not totally, he or she are not totally lowered yet. Right? We must be on a certain level to be Zochet to such Hashgacha to get Saras Habayas. So it says of Yosef Nehemiah, just the opposite of how I usually understand it. What did the Chazal say on this Pasuk? Uva Saras habayis is going to come unto somebody asher lo habayis, who has the house to himself. So what did Chazal say on that? Misha miyachid beis solo. Somebody who's miyachid the house to himself. So what does that mean? The pshutoshel hamedrish. Oh, if he only thinks about himself and not about anybody else. That was the first shot we discussed. But then he says maybe it's just the opposite. Somebody who's miyachi the house for himself. How do you? How are you miyachi the house for yourself? It's never yours. Ah, if I use it for Torah and for mitzvot, it's like kan or habracha. Then it really becomes mine. If I'm on that level, then Hashem's going to give me messages like Saras, habayas because nobody's perfect. We all need need to be ta- taught by a kaddish baruchu to give it, be given a little tochacha by a kaddish baruchu every so often. So it'll start off very far from us on our house. Not on our bodies, not on our clothing. So, va, is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Says that's another way of understanding this, this, this uh, Chazal. Okay. One final point related to uh, Tsaras. Two, two final points related to Tsaras before we close up for the evening. Tazri Mitzara Baruch Hashem, we had two weeks. Last week we only spoke about one thought of Saras. at the end, so this week it's most of the Parsha. First is one Ha'ara, and then a final thought. If we continue reading a couple of sukkim, says the Torah, the Kohen comes to the Saras, HaBayis, and what does the Kohen do? He tells the person in question, please, empty out your house before I look at it. es HaBayis, the Kohen commands and takes everything out of the house. V'lo kol he commands everybody should take everything out of the house before he goes in. says the Rashi, says Rashi, lo yifanehu nega sager. If everything is in the house and the coin comes in and he sees that it's ra'ui to be closed off, then everything's going to become tume. Because, as we know, everything in the house, there's only two types of tumah that create tumas ohel. tumas mace and tumas mitzora. So the Kohen, it's a good idea for the Kohen. The Kohen advises, you know, get everything out of the house before I come in because I don't want all the other items to become Tame. That's this, that's Rashi, that's how we understand it. Just one hara. The Svarno has a different shot on that phrase. The Svarno does not say that it means the Kohen is giving good advice here. The Svarno says that the Kohen is not allowed to come into the house until everything is taken out. Ufino says Asfarno source 11. The low Yavo he should not come in beforehand. Why? Not just in Asa Tova, as is pointed out in the footnotes. But he shouldn't. Why? Because, says Esfarno, if we learn, learn a little bit of the details of Ilkha Saras, there's two elements of Saras Habayas that don't apply to the others, to the other Saras. Number one, you cannot become a Saras you can't get the status Vadai right away. If you have a Saras spot on your body and the coin sees a Saras, boom, you're a Mitzorah. Saras on a Beged, they're a Simonim. Saras of the house, it has to be, step one is always going to be, the coin's going to say, okay, I'll come back in a week. There's always going to be a period of Hesker, number one. Number two, it's the only one that the coin, after a week, can come back and give another week of Hesker. Based on certain simonim. By the other tsaras types, if there was hesker, there's got to be a decision made at the end. Either tameh or tar. If it doesn't get better, then you declare him v'aday So why do these occur? Why do we have these halachas by tsaras habayis and not by the others? Number one, that there is no immediate decision. And number two, there could be even a delay. Remember, says the svarnau, this, ta- this person, he's not relating this to the previous thought, but I'll add this, This person, it's in the first stages of his warnings. The house, the clothing, it's the first stages. Hashem wants to give you the most time you can in order to do tshuva. Before he has to come down hard on you. So that's why you have a week, maybe you have two weeks. But says the Spharno, that's what it means. The Kohen is not allowed to come in, not just good advice. But he wants to give even more time, as you see as you see your couch being carried out and your dishes, you're in t- all your belongings are being carried out of the house. Okay, you only want to say it's your klicheres because everything else you'll... T- I'll tovel it, it's okay. Okay, all your china. You're still taking stuff out of the house. So maybe in that time you'll you'll start realizing the value system and the Lashon Hara elements. Says the Sfarno, that is what's meant here. Interesting, he says the Kohen has the Davin, And then he even quotes that the Medrish has a remez, a hint to these periods of Hesker. The first remez, the first Hesker is the Ba'is Rishon. It was fixed, then you have Ba'isheini, and it was fixed, right? And then you have and um, Okay, one final thought for the evening, and that's back to Rabbi Ganek. Again, I just got the saber a couple of months ago. We've used him a number of times. I think it's the third time we're using him. A remarkable ha'ara. And that is, we find parallels between, and this is a line in the Ramban already, which he quotes... We find parallels between the two birds used in the process of being purifying a mitzvah and the two goats used on Yom Kippur. The, Yom Kippur. the, the Mishnah says in Egaim they both have to be shave, they both have to be equal in height, they have to be equal in size, equal in value. You have to buy them at the same time, same exact. Halachos, that appear in a Mishnah in Yuma, describing the two Seirim of Yom Kippur. What is the connection between the... Ta- okay, Yom Kippur is also about Torah, right. Yom Kippur is about Tara and this is about Tara. But is there some more inherent connection between the two? He even says, if you think about it, it's even deeper. There's a Seir L'Hashem and there's a Seir L'Azazel. One is shechted and one is sent out. The Tutsi Parm of a mitzora one is shechted and one is sent out. Right, one flies away and one's pushed off a cliff but they're both sent out. The Ramban writes, he quotes it on line 10, Hine kapara azos bit zippor ha-mishtalachas shetis la-zippor as kol avonos aval m'chutz la-ir kinyin kapara mishtalach What's the connection? Says Rabbi Genach, Vashenira levair b'zehu shemitzorah nishtalach mishum cheto el-michutz la-machaneh The mitzorah is sent outside the camp. When you do this avoda, you could come back to your previous state. You could come back and join and return to where you are. After all, that's what Yom Kippur is about. Yom Kippur is about we we are outside of God's machaneh for the past year. We have distanced ourselves. We ourselves have placed ourselves outside of Hashem's machaneh through tshuva and kaparis hayom the wall comes down and we're allowed to come back in. We're allowed to come back in. Hashem invites us in. So it's the same idea. We start off and then we end up getting back closer to that's the Mitsura, and that is Yom Kippur. All about coming back into the Machanet coming back close to Akadish Baruch Hu, and maybe that's why there's so much focus on Kodesh Kadashim on Yom Kippur because it's pulling everybody back in as close as possible into the which We will be every day of our lives to come back into the Machina of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So again, B'dah Sunday will be the uh, Haggadosh year which B'dah will be up on the OU website.